America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast, now globally ranked and listened to in more than 30 countries worldwide. If you're a regular listener, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you're new here and don't know me yet, I'm your host, Katie Carey, a disabled entrepreneur, independent publisher of books that matter, and an international best-selling author, and of course, the host of this globally ranked podcast. I help metaphysical coaches and healers gain confidence, clarity, raise their visibility and their credibility, giving them the opportunity to shine their light brighter so that the people they are here to serve can find them. I do this by creating opportunities for them to become best-selling authors in my multi-author and solo book projects. I also offer one-to-one mentorship services to help spiritual business owners find and unlock their limiting beliefs. In this podcast, I'll be sharing wisdom from myself, coaches, authors and energy healers that could be just what you need to transform your life today. You can connect with me via the Contact Katie button at my website at www.soulfulvalley.com. Happy New Year from Soulful Valley. This year, we have two multi-author book collaborations launching in the spring. Entangled No More, Women Who Broke Free from Toxic Relationships Building Their Own Empires, and the second book in the series, Evolving on Purpose, Co-Creating with the Divine. If you're a holistic coach or healer and would love to become a best-selling author this spring, Come over and connect with me at soulfulvalley.com for details on how to apply. Leanne Kanzler is a psychologist and coach, an author and a speaker. She's also a business owner, a wife and a mother. Leanne believes that we find our true self through our deepest wounds. Her sense of being disconnected from herself and the world around her drove her to continually self-reflect and grow. She is passionate about helping others go from breakup to breakthrough. This means discovering your sense of self and what you want for you. Self-empowerment is the key to happy relationships and great boundaries. Leanne knows that by helping both men and women, there is a flow-on effect where the children and extended family also benefit. Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast, Leanne. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. It's great to have you here. Leanne, for our audience, can you let them know a bit about who you are and what you do? Yes, thank you. So I am a coach and a psychologist in uh, Australia. Uh, I do work with people online all over the place, around the world, which is uh, a beautiful thing. And I have been doing psychology for about 12 years now, coaching for about five years. 
And I decided to work with people who have been through a divorce or separation after, of course, I experienced what it was like to go through that. And the clincher was when I started dating again and I saw just so much hurt and pain out there and I saw how it was really impacting the quality of guys that I was thinking, oh, they could be dateable. They were not dateable at all. And I was very fortunate that I've got my psychology background. So I straight away knew, no, this guy's not over his ex or, oh, my God, these red flags are all over the place. But I know a lot of women did not know that. So uh, it actually started off by working just with men because I know that there are a lot of female coaches out there who focus working with women only. And uh, I have this kind of sense of, you know what, guys really need help. So I can actually help a lot of women by working with the guys, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of women wouldn't need therapy if the guys went and got therapy, right? Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought, you know what, I'm going to do something a little out there. I'm going to be a woman and I'm going to work with men. And by doing that, I can help women as well and children because, you know, a happy, healthy father is a happy, healthy child. A healthy, happy, happy, healthy man is a happy, healthy partner. You know, he's more available for his, his partners moving forward. And then, you know, that was going quite well and I started talking to an editor of a magazine in Australia, a new magazine called Feminescence, and she asked me to be a part of that magazine, and I said yes. And then I thought, this is a women's magazine. I think I really need to start doing something for women if I'm going to be a part of this magazine. And I kind of developed the course then to also work with women. And in the process of doing that, I actually realised that I love working with women and I've kind of been missing out. So um, giving myself that opportunity to work with women as well has been fantastic. How does your work look? Do you work on a one-to-one basis or do you do group coaching kind of things? Uh, a little bit of everything. So mostly I work with one-to-one at the moment. And I have a program where people can do it by themselves. So it's, uh, you know, there's like a membership site, that sort of thing, where people can do their own thing and um, run through it on their own. But also I'm looking to do groups as well. I haven't started that yet. That's on the agenda for 2022 is to do small groups. I don't want to have these kind of thing where there's 50 people. I don't like that. I'm really about giving individuals the time that they need and the ability to ask questions. And I think in a group, uh, the maximum I would do would be 10 people so that people can really get to know other group members and support each other and ask questions and and learn and grow from that experience as well. That all sounds incredible. And uh, I I laughed when you you explained that because I've been through two divorces now. (laughs) (laughs) And dating apps just, they just don't feel good. It just feels so negative and so, so much like everybody feels like they're not enough and they're hurting and and there's so much trauma out there. And I've studied psychology and I used to run a mental health charity. So I can see that everybody needs therapy. (laughs) It's like, yeah, (laughs) we could all benefit from it. Yeah, definitely. So today you were going to share with us on the topic of self-love after a divorce I believe that was what was what we 
Mm. You, you mentioned we talked about it such a long time ago I've honestly forgotten but <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah self-love this is why when after a divorce we go on to dating apps and we see horror stories because if you don't love yourself enough that's when you you throw out poison really to other people and and you see it and, you know, because of your past experiences, you, you fortunately have been able to see it too. But a lot of people go, you know, there's no good men out there or there's no good women out there. What they're really saying is there is so much hurt out there. And if you don't work through the hurt, we're truly left with so much self-loathing, self-criticism, I'm not good enough, you know, my partner cheated on me, therefore there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm, I'm too ugly or I'm too broken or I'm too this or I'm too that. And if we attempt to move on with another person in that state, all we're going to do is attract more of the same. We're going to attract someone who's on that same vibration that we are. So we're going to attract someone who mirrors back to you, you're not good enough. And that is tragic. Because to go through a divorce is absolutely heart-wrenching. To find someone again who's in that same realm and maybe again and again because we, we don't love ourselves enough is devastating. And it leads, leads people to believe that I'm never going to be in a relationship again because it's too painful and I, I don't know how to, to be. I don't know how to be loved. I don't know how to receive love. And so really the only way to truly receive love and not this kind of wounded love where it's needy and uncomfortable and codependent, but a true love where, you know, we can let our person, our partner go and we can come back and we can do our own thing and we can love ourselves and, you know, just be honestly who we are. That's what we all aim for, right? That's what true love is. That's what the movie love is. That's what we want. And so it's important to be able to take a really big, deep breath and go, okay, I need to learn how to love myself. And I think that is one of the biggest opportunities of a divorce or a breakup because it's like this time to reset, to sit down and say to yourself, okay, well, that didn't work. What did I do? to contribute to this, this terror, I want to say a swear word, I don't know if I, I'm able to, so I'll, I'll say, what did I do to contribute to this terrible situation that I put myself in? And um, as a very, very brief explanation, what I mean by that, when, when I was married for 20 years, I got married at 20 and finally left at 38, and I was with him from 17, so 20 years together. When I left, I realised I had no clue. Actually, he had no clue either. We were these two young, silly people who thought getting married at a very young age would solve all our problems and all it did was make everything for me a lot worse and I just let him control me. And, and at the time, I didn't realise I was allowing that to happen. It was only through therapy and, and being away from him that I thought, my God, why did I let that happen? How did I let that happen? And I learned that it was because I didn't love myself. I didn't know how to say no and mean it. 
I didn't know how to do things without a guilty sort of feeling like, oh, I have to do that. It's my duty as a wife or, you know, something like that. And it was only as I developed my own sense of who I actually am that I realised where I went wrong. And then when I met my current husband, who I actually did meet on a dating app, I was such a different person that I met this amazing man and I can pretty much now be exactly who I am. And sometimes, I will admit, sometimes that old Leanne creeps up and and I think, oh, I feel a bit guilty if I want to go out with the girls, you know, for a second weekend in a row. And he's like, what? What's wrong with you? Just go. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can do that. You know, so I still have that little bit of, stuff that sits within me because it was you know there for a good part of my life and um being with with someone else who is also you know has enough sense of who he is makes it it easy so learning to love yourself that's what we're talking about right it takes time and one thing that I I always say to my clients is to I don't know if you have over there in England there's little chalk pens that you can write on a mirror with and you just wipe it off really easily. And to, to write little messages or maybe just a post-it note or they're too little, so something a bit bigger where you can kind of write messages to yourself, simple things like I am enough, I love myself or I am worthy or if love is too strong a word, if you're in a really bad headspace, it might simply be I can like myself. You know, little tiny steps if you're not ready for, you know, the whole big therapy stage journaling going out on a date by yourself dancing by yourself because teaching yourself what you want for yourself even with sex learning how to to pleasure yourself because you don't want to have to rely on somebody else to give you that pleasure in in all aspects of life you want to be able to learn how to love yourself in Every sense of the word, you know, food, time out, the work that you do, how you dress, the way you cut your hair, you know, all that sort of stuff can um, really make a huge difference to how you feel, how your heart feels. And I, I really relate to this and your story because I was the girl who married at 20 to mm. a soldier and it was really now I can see that that was to get away from the family that I had because I had a really traumatic childhood in fact my dad was in prison just before I got married that just tells you how <laughs> how bad the situation had been and my dad was also in the same battalion that my first husband was ended up there, there were so many patterns now that I look at the two husbands that I married yes. and how they relate to to aspects of my father and so the first marriage I married at 20 and I left that marriage at 37 but at the time I was depressed by them because of all of the things that I discovered that I didn't know about him and mm -hmm. and rather than take that time out to look after myself I ended up falling in love with the first person who showed me some affection who was on exactly the same wavelength as me because he he was agoraphobic and had mental health issues himself so at the time it felt like we were soulmates because we were trauma bonding yeah wow <laughs> Then my, my lead into studying psychology and all of the things around mental health was to help him. And it was on that journey of trying to help him that I discovered what was going on with me. <laughs> yeah. And and then 
finally I divorced him at the divorce came through on the 31st of December 2020 so it was a nice close to that year and then yeah. I've really really been focusing on self-love and and me and my life and every time I've gone to look at a dating app I know that I'm still not I'm I'm not ready to let anybody else in yet because I feel like it's time for me to to really take time with myself and know who I am I'm 53 years old and I didn't really know who I was and what I wanted because I put my life on the back on the back of the you know priority list for the two men that were in my life so first it was for the husband who was in the military so I moved every year with him for the first 13 years couldn't have a career myself I had children so my life revolved around him and the children and I gave up on all of my passions as a teenager as an actress and a singer so I had big dreams that were shut down so a lot of the real me was shut down and then with the second husband I just kept going through these cycles and cycles of the same trauma and it was all codependency he was an alcoholic there was all kinds of rubbish in in all in those years that that I've learned a lot and and a lot of us can point the finger at the other person as well can't we at the end of it we don't yeah. realize we don't realize how much of the whole situation was about us it was about how we relate to people especially if yeah. we've had such a, a a childhood where we don't really we've never seen loving relationships or been loved properly so it's such an important message and I don't know if you notice that the theme of the a song for this podcast is you've got to love yourself Mm, that's, that's a song beautiful. that's a song I channeled during during the journey when I'd I'd just got my divorce papers signed up because I'd separated from him three years before but we were still entangled so mm. that's another reason as well for the book that I, I'm now launching as a multi-author book called Entangled No More about toxic relationships yeah. so it's quite a, a subject I'm quite interested in passionate about helping people with because I can see that most people who struggle with relationships have got That's these right. things going on that they don't don't understand. For sure. And relationships are so tangled, aren't they? Because you bring with it your mother, your father, um, your siblings, maybe your grandparents, sometimes your school friends, your teachers. They all, you know, everything that you know, your religion, um, politics sometimes, and, and all of this stuff comes in and it, it's this very messy web and if we don't actually know who we are inside of that web, you know, we are just like a you know a little fly stuck on the web with this spider that comes to kind of woo us and instead it ends up eating us. And <laughs> you know, if, if you can untangle yourself from all of that web, then you'll be able to see that the spider is actually not there to um, be friendly with us but there to um, take over our lives and, and control us because those people are wounded as well and two wounded people makes a bit of a bit of a mess doesn't it no matter how much you love each other as well because we did love each other but sometimes it just can't work and it just doesn't work because we haven't we we haven't understood ourselves on the level that we really need to to be in a relationship so Leanne where can people find you if they want to come and work with you uh, I have a website, www.leannekanzler.com, and I'm on Instagram as um, at the transformational divorce, 
and on LinkedIn, also on Facebook. So I'm pretty much all over the place at, at the moment. Fairly easy to find. Yeah, and, you know, when people send me messages on any of those platforms, it's me. I always respond personally. I don't have, um, you know, VAs pretending to be me or anything like that. You know, I do see this as such a personal journey that I don't want anyone else to to be doing this. I want to be talking to people and, and seeing if they're a good fit and if they're ready to work with me because not everybody is there. Some people still like to just say, oh, it's all my ex's fault and, um, you know, I don't really want to look at myself. I just want to tell you my story and stay stuck in that story. Yeah. You know, if they're at that place, then I'll say, well, you're not really ready just yet. Maybe some therapy, some different type of therapy first because what I really am about is helping people to take big steps in loving themselves and, and setting some some goals that they want. I don't force anyone to do anything. I am gentle as we go. I had a, a lady the other day say to me, um, you know, one thing I love about you, Leanne, is that you have not forced me, you know. We kind of go at, at, at my pace. And I said, well, yeah, this is your journey. I am going to challenge you, but I'm not going to crack the whip. So, <laughs> I, I've been on my self-loving journey for about 18 months now and, you know, it can it can take as long as it needs to take, can't it? And and Absolutely. I think I think it's important. And and who's to say that we have to? Because there's a lot of people put pressure on us as, as well, isn't there? When you're on your own to be in a relationship, and that's part of I think a big part of the problem is how other people interpret mm-hmm. you being alone. That you must be lonely. I'm not lonely. I'm really happy. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. I loved it when I was single. Absolutely loved it. And now I, I'm actually a member of a few divorce support groups just because it helps me kind of keep an eye on what's going on and um, a couple of them are in America. So I'm learning about how all the different states do different things and all that. My God, so what some people write just shocks me and I have to get on there and give them some tips because they think that they have to get out there straight away and start dating. And they it's the last thing we need to do, isn't it? It's the oh, last my thing God, yes. And, yeah. and what, what I noticed as well is when I was, I was attracting clients. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I remember saying to someone, someone said to me, I hope you, oh, I like that you're a therapist. And I said, I hope that's not because you need one. <laughs> and I found that too. When I first started on dating online and I was thinking, oh, gosh, you could be my client. There's no way you could be my partner. Not that happens. I, I guess as well, not when you've come on this journey as well and you know so much yourself. You can't unknow these things now, can you? You can't not see them. They're, they're there so clearly and blatantly. And, That's um, right. And, and I'm a bit intuitive and I tend to listen to it these days, which I didn't in the past. <laughs> so I think that's that's quite important to, to connect to your, your yourself and your intuition as well. Is there anything else you'd like to share that we haven't covered yet today? I think we've really focused on something that is so important and, and that is that you've got to go slow after a breakup. Um, there's no time frame. There's so much grief and loss that happens And it's not just your partner, but, you know, sometimes your home, the finances, having the children 24-7, extended family and friends. There is so much loss. And it's really, really important to give yourself time to grieve all of that. And I honestly would say to anyone who has recently broken up, don't even think about going online dating for at least six months, you know, because you're going to attract 
all of the guys or girls out there who are not right for you and um, it will just bring you more pain than anything else. So a lot of people are also afraid of therapy. Uh, I still get this, especially from men. Oh, I'm not crazy. I'm going to do it alone. But often getting help can make the process so much easier. Now, I can't tell you how many people, particularly men actually, have said, my God, you saved my life. Like I was on the brink. I was seriously thinking about ending it. Wow. And then they, they talk to me or to other therapists and they realise that, oh, okay, oh, I can get through this. And that was another reason why I actually started this process because uh, suicide in men is quite high after a divorce. And uh, I thought that was absolutely tragic. And, and it doesn't have to be because just having someone understand you and hear you can make a massive, massive difference. So, um, you know, if someone's listening to this and they're not going through a divorce or separation but they know someone who is, you know, don't ignore those people because they, they may have withdrawn from you because they are so distraught, they, they just haven't got the energy to reach out. So if you know someone who has stopped stopped hanging out with you and, and you think, you know, they don't want to be your friend anymore, it might actually be that they are um, suicidal or anxious or depressed and they might need you to come around and have a cup of tea with them and say, I'm here. No, that's all. You don't have to save the world. You can just sit there and watch TV with them and that can save a life and that's really important too after a separation or divorce. So I just want to encourage people and let people know that there is so much to what's going on for you right now that if you've never experienced um, any type of therapy, there's this whole beautiful world out there of, of getting to know yourself which is nowhere near as terrifying as you think it might be. And it takes a lot of courage and a lot of bravery to, to go there and um, it can absolutely change everything you know about yourself, which I think is amazing. It's the most um, important thing, isn't it, to, to know yourself. You can't get to know someone else if you don't know yourself first yeah. on a yeah, deep level. So true. And we have blind spots to our own stuff don't we you know yes. therapists need therapy <laughs> I was I was helping people with my mental health charity I was a mind mindfulness coach I've studied psychology there were still things that I hadn't figured out yet things that I hadn't realized and needed coaches and therapists to help me with so just because it, it's not a bad thing that you need a therapy I think because of the things that the world the changes that the world's made Mm. the world it has transformed doesn't it the world was a completely different place when you and I got married when we were 20 oh my god <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> who, who, sure. knew, who knew what therapy was then <laughs> yeah I didn't know what I didn't know what psychology was when I was 20 no way but you know even now after all this work I've done on myself I still regularly um, see a coach or um, I'm a part of a little group of therapists who meet up every three months and we go away from the weekend and we do some extremely deep inner work on each other and um, it's it's a beautiful thing it's sometimes terrifying but afterwards it's like such a release it's literally lifting the weight off your shoulders and and, and these things from the past do creep in don't they they do creep in if you're not huh. if you're not really aware of of it all yes for sure thank you so much for your time today it's been great having this conversation quite a 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Really resonates with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope it does with your listeners too. Thank you. Bye for now, Leanne. Thank you. Bye-bye. For listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I trust that you will have heard something today that you were ready to hear and that it's made you feel a little lighter, more aligned and connected with your soul's purpose and you have been reminded of who you really are and the true nature of the power that you hold within you. My aim for this podcast is to bring love, light, wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of previous episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate and review so that you're notified when new episodes drop in and share this podcast with anyone that you think it may help to listen to. You can connect with me at soulfulvalley.com and if you scroll to the bottom of the website, there are links to my social media platforms.